So I called him up and said, cause I'm a salesperson, 27 years. And I said, well, that's all nice and everything. You get people on this platform, but how are you going to monetize it? Like I'm into the, where's the money? Where are you going to monetize this? From Reminder Media, this is Stay Paid, a sales and marketing podcast on a mission to help you close more deals and retain more business. Hosted by the VP of Marketing, Josh Stake, and Reminder Media's president, Luke Akery. So get ready to hear the golden nuggets that will allow you to live a life of freedom tomorrow, but only if you take action today. <laughs> nice smile, man. Go back to the camera, you guys just... There's nothing planned here, man. There's no formal intro. No, not with maybe it's quarantine. Stay paid HQ is all just off the hook right now. Stay paid HQ stands for uh, highly quarantined. Highly quarantined, highly uh, unplanned, unstrategized. In fact, I thought this interview was supposed to be now when it was really scheduled for an hour ago, and thankfully our guest was kind he, enough he, to they, my my lack of structure i guess yeah you you will remember our guest if you're a longtime listener of stay paid because she was here a year ago on episode 81 talking about her company grateful box her name is kim angeli she is the founder and president of grateful box a company on a mission to help people drive an attitude of gratitude they also assist business owners in developing a raving fan plans connecting with the client beyond the transaction. And we wanted to have Kim back on because number one, her message is great. Number two, she's got a lot of great new workshops that she's actually working on that we're going to talk about on this podcast, but then also uh, get her take on this whole pandemic and quarantine and how she's running her business as a business owner and coaching her clients. So Kim, welcome back. Thanks for having me. Yeah, it's great to have you back, Kim. And I'm especially interested to hear your take on the coronavirus and what businesses should be doing because part of what Josh and I have really been going at our clients and you know the different webinars we're doing, we're going at them through this lens of now more than ever is the time to reach out to your clients and show them that you care. And obviously gratitude is right up that alley, uh, showing people that you're there for them, that you're thankful for them, all those type of things. So I'm interested, like now, you know, you're in the midst of this, just like we are as a business. What are some of the shifts that you're doing in your business? What are some of the things you're seeing and what would you be telling other entrepreneurs, other business owners right now? Well, first of all, this is um, not my first rodeo in pivoting a business. I survived 2008 as a business owner. <laughs> this is a time to really pour into your existing client base. Um, this is a time to over communicate and reach out and say, how may I serve you? How may I help you? And what I find is a lot of the business owners that we work with and we consult with have been so busy finding new clients, they don't even know how to reach out to their existing client base. So I've been strategizing with them, creating gratitude call scripts, saying, you know, this is the time to just take your sales hat off and, and, build, and dig deeper into the relationship and how can you serve these people. And an example is um, I reached out to one of my speaker coaches who's a client of mine. And we help him wow the customer behind the scenes. And he lost 22 speaking engagements. Ooh, wow. 
22. Now this guy's on a plane 300 days a year, right? And I said, so how, how are you pivoting? How are you still serving business owners? Cause he serves small business owners and is speaking how to wow the customer is what he teaches Disney like service. And you know, Disney's closed. So, I mean, so how is he pivoting? And so I said, well, let me have you come on in April into my network and let's seed what you do. So when the economy is up and running, you're ready to go. You're top of mind. We've added value to your life. You've added value to our client base. How can I serve you? And my real estate clients that I'm serving, I'm saying seed those neighborhoods you want to be the go-to realtor in. Mail those postcards out, right? Call those clients you've served in the last 36 months. Say, hey, how's it going? Mm. This is what I did in 2008 with my clients who suffered big financial losses. They were laying people off. They were turning in equipment. They were, their, their whole livelihoods were drying up. And I sat around with them as their insurance agent and said, well, what do you want this to look like on the other side? Like this is a clean slate time. And so I say there are two camps. Josh and I were talking about this earlier. I find the business owner who is like me, I'm busier than ever because we've actually taken a program that we've been doing one-on-one -on -one with clients in person online, which is our next door business, how to get your business on next door and reach local clients. And so we took that online. And so it's how can you pivot your business right now and still serve your client base, mm. right? My restaurants that were on next door, you could actually click a button that says you do takeout or delivery. So I called them all and said, go click the button in next door, right? They didn't know this. This is not their job, mm. but they will remember who helped them rally around. And so there are businesses that are busy like me helping others. And then there's the business owner who's like sitting around in gloom and doom, watching Netflix, eating bonbons. There are two camps. There's like no in between. You've either got the really busy business owner or the business owner binging. <laughs> now you are spot on. We just interviewed James Festini. How did he put it, Josh? He, he said something very similar. Two sides to this. Now he's very, you know, Kim, what you're talking about are the relationship calls. And he's very sales driven, which is great. I mean, he's, he's prospecting constantly. He's, this guy knocks on 100 to 200 doors a day. Uh, so, and now he can't leave his house, right? So he's had to shift completely back to the phone, basically. So for him, it was, it was no big deal. It's like, I'm just back on the phone, but I'm still doing the same thing I've always been doing. And his, he's saying, oh, there's really two camps. There's a camp that's going to say, like, how dare you? try and sell me during this time or try and sell people during this time. And then there's a camp that's going to say, well, how could you not, you know? And I think that that applies that, that mentality applies to the same thing. Um, you know, where you're talking about continuing to grow your business in the sense that like, when we're all done, there's, there's going to be two sides. There's two different people. You said earlier, there's the people that are going to be laying, that are going to stay busy. Mm -hmm. There's the people that are going to be laying in bed with the sheets over their head. Netflix and bonbons. <laughs> Now, I thought there was a golden nugget in what you said from an, a call script potential. And the call really is super simple. How can I be of service to you? I thought that was a really good line, a really good golden nugget. How can I help you right now? How can I be of service to you right now? Is there anything I can do for you? And you will be surprised when you call people just to check in and say, hey, can I help you in any way? 
the conversations that will flow out of that, let alone a conversation of just what's going on in their life right there, which will strengthen the relationship, but then leading to that point to where now you can start putting things together for them. And it's like you said, you want to be known as that agent that helped all of your clients, which are business owners, shift during this time frame. And so if you're a real estate agent listening to this or financial advisor or an insurance agent, I mean, think of your clients right now. What do you want to be known as? And Ricky Carruth, who we interviewed and was getting his take on what to do during this time, he wanted to be known as the agent that checked in on his clients during the pandemic that they would remember Ricky as the agent that checked in on them during the pandemic. I thought that's really a really good line. How can I serve you? How can I be of service to you? Is there anything you need? It's literally that simple. And all your fears of cold calling at that point or reaching out to your clients, I think goes away because you're not reaching out to take anything. You are literally reaching out to say, can I help you? And what's the worst they're going to say is, no, I don't need anything right now, but thank you so much for checking in. That's like the worst that they're going to say. Silence is not your friend right now. Mm. Silence is not your friend. Over communicating and building that relationship with your clients consistently, because I'm telling you, I tell this to everybody every time I get a chance. I get on my soapbox and I say, what I did today, and I have to look at the calendar and know that it's Tuesday. Sorry. (laughs) What I did April 14th, shows up 90 days from now. Mm. So the people that have a lull in July when everybody, God helping, God willing, we're all back to eating at a restaurant because I'm really good at making money not in reservations, not dinner. <laughs> <laughs> I stay in my lane. So this is paying the bills these days? Yeah, this whole cooking thing, I've cooked more in the last four weeks than I've cooked in 20 years of marriage, and I'm about done with that, <laughs> but that's okay. So the things that you work on today, like this, I know went out. Oh, here's my little awesome magazine. This still went out. I've seen that magazine. It went out and I got my box yesterday. And so that is a consistent thing that I'm doing and I'm not going to stop it. And I'm telling my other clients that are realtors, insurance agents, consistent behavior We can't stop it. We have to figure out what's working well and keep doing it Mm -hmm. because it's your job to show up for your customer, right? It's your job. And so you have to communicate with them and build a relationship and say, how can I serve you? And why am I doing a next door free next door business workshop week? Because I want to get more business owners on next door so they can reach local clients. And you think, well, that's kind of absurd, Ken. Well, the business owners who want to continue to grow their business, We had 90 people register. I had 35 people on a call last night at eight o'clock because they want to work on their business while they have time. Because the ones that have said, I've been too busy to do this. Well, they can't leave their house. They're not busy. They're not busy running around right now. So work on the things you said you were going to do. Mm. Well, let's get into next door a little bit. I mean, what, how are you, uh, how are businesses using it? I guess like start off for anyone who doesn't know what Nextdoor is, just explain it because it is a very powerful tool for local businesses. And then I guess from there, explain how are you changing your strategies on Nextdoor? Because I know that like one of the things you, you told me is like, it's amazing how many people don't know how easy it is to get a business page on Nextdoor, similar to, you know, Facebook or other sites that you can set that up. So just what is Nextdoor? 
Well, Nextdoor is 12 years old and it's a platform just like a Facebook or an Instagram or TikTok or whatever. But what it does is Nextdoor got the neighbors on there first because I've been studying this for six years and in 2014 I could get Nextdoor VPs on a phone call. Now that's a little more difficult because, you know, they're bigger and better and have more funding <laughs> and they don't have phone numbers. I have some secret phone numbers, but so what they did is they got the people on there first in the neighborhoods in 50 States and 11 countries. And then they allowed business owners to claim their page about three to four years ago. Okay. Because I called them in 2014 and I said, because I, my insurance agency only focused on neighborhoods, HOAs. And so it was in my wheelhouse at the time to understand what they were doing with the platform. So I called them up and said, cause I'm a salesperson, 27 years. And I said, well, that's all nice and everything. You get people on this platform, but how are you going to monetize it? Like I'm into the, where's the money? Where are you going to monetize this? Right? Love my little, these are fake. Ah! But, um, so basically it's how are you going to, and they're like, Oh, we're going to let business owners get on there and claim their page. And then we're, they're going to be able to access people locally for location-based advertising. And I was like, oh, ding, 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 ding. So it allows neighbors to actually, you remember the yellow pages? How old are you boys? Do you know yeah. what the yellow pages are? I remember yeah. yellow pages. <laughs> so remember how you would, But I remember yellow pages. Yeah, so they would land on your door and you'd thumb through them and find the plumber and the... So think about it like the yellow pages online with recommendations from your neighbor. So right? if you have a business page, like does it, does it already exist? And you have, cause you use the word claim your business. You page. have to claim the business page. So it already exists in their direction. Yeah. And you, okay. yeah. you have to set it up like you would a Facebook business page. Okay. Um, now they might pull some DMV DMV stuff to say, is this yours? Gotcha. Um, but and you've got business owners that claimed their page two years ago and they've never looked at it again. Right. And I get in a session with them and I say, you've got 59 referrals and you've never responded. Wow. You've got 59 people who gave you a recommendation and you never got back to them. I worked with a Mr. Appliance franchise the other day and we were in his account in a one-on-one -on -one session and he had two referrals from the previous year in the account, but he never saw them because he's not managing his reputation on next door. Mm. So we missed two opportunities to serve a client and he just never saw it because he, he, he was like, Oh, what's that next door thing? But now there's 2.4 million recommendations given a day on next door. Has that, you know how that compares to like Yelp or Google recommendations? Like, do you know how that compares in volume? I don't know. That's a good question. I will pull that data. I'm curious because I've seen next door, like Yelp used to be like the local guide. But I've seen so much more with Nextdoor from the community aspect, meaning like I'm on Nextdoor for my community, obviously. And there's right now, there's like people posting on there. Is there anyone that's a hairdresser or a barber that could come over and cut my hair? Like there's, did anyone hear that loud music down the street last night? <laughs> right, right. It's just so much more, um, it's so much more local naturally that it, that it seems to make more sense for businesses because of the social aspect. And then this ability, I guess, to follow up with these referrals or, or recommendations. Well, and you can't promote yourself as a business owner. So it's super polar opposite of Facebook okay. or Instagram. I can't go to my business page in Nextdoor and promote myself. Hmm. Okay. Actually, my raving fans are the only ones that actually can promote me through social proof, which you, you guys know what social proof is. But what I teach in my workshop week and in my course is 
Social proof is so much more powerful than social media. Me going on my Facebook page and saying, ooh, Kim Angelie's awesome, versus Luke saying, Kim Angelie's awesome, yeah. right? So, because Luke has credibility and your neighbors have more influence than John Smith on the Google review, who I don't know who that guy is. Yeah, great point. And so it's way more powerful in influence because it's embedding social proof and it's keeping it local. So when you go to your personal page, Josh, you're attached to your neighborhood mm -hmm. and the neighborhoods that next door thinks you should be attached to. You can't decide that. They decide it for you. Hmm. And then when you capture your business page, let's say you were, um, what did you want to be when you grew up? Was it? I wanted to be a judge. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. <laughs> you did? Yeah. When I was young, I, I think it's because I watched Night Court a lot. Oh, oh yeah. Night Court. <laughs> I love that show. Yeah. Talk about digression. Okay, let's assume you want to be a plumber. I thought you wanted to be like Judge Judy, Josh. <laughs> no, that wasn't, that wasn't Ben. It wasn't <laughs> So let's assume you wanted to be a plumber. And so I have a plumber client. And so he claims his page, or actually I help claim his page. Yeah. And he had 59 recommendations he'd never looked at. And so we responded to all of those. And so his page is not attached to a neighborhood. His page actually sits on the next door platform and can be, if he wanted to go into another area, if he could go into 50 States or Australia, we have clients in Australia that use next door. Mm. Your business page is not geographically attached to a neighborhood. It just sits on the platform as a page. Okay. So it's super unique and I love it because it integrates you're not having to post out. Once you use the strategy we teach, your raving fans are automatically doing it for you, getting you recommendations when they see someone needs you. So you're actually creating systems to get the social proof onto your business page for it. Right. And the plumber can choose, I said, what neighborhoods do you want to be in? Right? Like what neighborhoods do you want to be the favorite plumber? How far do you want to travel basically? How far do you want to travel? Cause you know, when they start that truck up, the clock starts ticking on the money right. and what real estate agents, what, so I tell real estate agents that I work with, I say, um, what, what neighborhoods do you want to be the go-to realtor mm -hmm. without paying for zip codes? Cause see next door's number one vertical has been real estate agents for the, almost the history of the company. Yeah. And so now they're actually focusing on more of the services, but their number one focus was real estate agents for most of the history of the company. How has, how has the platform evolved, you know, recently? Like what's been the shift on in the, in the discussions or like what are businesses doing right now? What's a restaurant doing that can't open? I, I'm assuming they're promoting their takeout or, or. Well, they promote takeout and drive up. And my client, I have a client who hired me in 2017 for private consulting for Nextdoor. They have over 450 hearts, which is the measurement in Nextdoor. That's like Google reviews is the Just stars or whatever. Um, hearts is their measurement. Um, they're busy. Their takeout is busy. Their drive through is busy because they had already seeded next door. They were already in that marketplace with their raving fans. And so when everybody said, say who your favorite restaurant is, their pages claim correctly, the takeout and deliveries turned on, they've got photographs on their page. It's set up in a best practice manner versus it just looks better, right? I mean, presentation is everything. And so those clients of ours 
they're having lulls in cash flow, but not as much as a company who maybe wasn't already doing things like thank you notes, things in the mail, magazines, <laughs> right? Because we were already doing those things. So it's hard to catch up. So what my goal is right now is to get as many business, as many business owners on next door as possible. So when the economy is turned back on, they're ready, mm. right? When Can people are talking about them, their pages claim correctly and they know how to respond. Yeah. Can a real estate agent run an ad on Nextdoor? Can you can they run a local deal. Okay. Um, and then I have some secret strategies that I share with real estate agents when they list a house within the rules of Nextdoor that I figured out over time because I'm nosy and I'm always in that platform trying to tweak it and figure it out. You know, I got to know how it works. So I'm in it all the time. And so it, it helps them to add next door to their marketing strategy. And a lot of them don't even know they can do it. They think they have to pay for zip codes. And yeah. those zip codes were purchased a long time ago. There's other ways to use next door in marketing for free, other than paying for me to tell you. And then I just, I like to teach people how to fish and then let them go fish. I don't want to become some overhead revenue. I mean, expense for you is, is that they actually, my real estate agents that are implementing Nextdoor in their marketing strategy and posting like a house they have for sale in, in the rules are having a lot of success because it's just another way to get that house out there in the marketplace. And the whole idea of Nextdoor is it's community-based. That's what makes it super special. It's community-based. How many, like if I was going to King of Prussia right now, King of Prussia, Pennsylvania, like, have you seen with Nextdoor, like, is it work in every community? Does it work? Like, do you need a certain amount of users within Nextdoor that makes it more effective? Have you seen any of those stats come true for your clients? Well, for example, I live in a very dense area, Charlotte. So if, let's say that, okay, Josh is a plumber again, and he came to my house and did an amazing job, and I go to my personal account and post a recommendation for Josh and tag his business and say he was amazing. I would, I would be amazing if I was a plumber. <laughs> yeah, I just, you got to find the O-ring under the sink if you remember. You're going to be a Halloween this year. Yeah, guys, any really, really big fans of Stay Paid will know that reference because that was referenced in a podcast episode near the beginning of Stay Paid. So <laughs> the O-ring. Comment below if you remember that. Oh, my gosh. Comment below if you want Josh to be a plumber for Halloween and we yeah. all have him on a podcast. Hey, digital marketers. Want to know about something surprising you can do to step up your game? It's print. No, print is not dead. Airbnb, a tech company, created a print publication to reach people at newsstands and in magazine aisles. JCPenney discontinued their print catalogs, but then went back to them when their digital-only catalogs weren't driving sales. These companies, and so many others, know that print is a unique, tangible way to get the attention of customers. Find out more about how you can use print to grow your business by downloading our free ebook, Print Media, Your Secret Marketing Weapon, at ReminderMedia.com slash printmedia. That's ReminderMedia.com slash printmedia. Take action on this today. So... Let's say that I say you're amazing and you ask me in your customer journey to give me a shout out, give you a shout out on Nextdoor as a plumber. Mm -hmm. When I go and post that in my own personal page, now I live in a very dense area, so I would say this is not normal, but it's actually super powerful. It goes to 16,000 people in a five mile area. 
Now, if I did that same post from Facebook, I have 5,000 followers. I can't accept any more friends. It goes to everybody on my Facebook page that Mark Zuckerberg says it can go to. Yeah. And whatever countries. And so it's so much more powerful in that it's location-based advertising. Mm. And then I have clients in network marketing who say, well, I have clients in Long Island or I have clients in Texas that need to buy my, then I want to open up those neighborhoods. You can actually use a global strategy for it. Because see, your business page sits on the platform and is not attached to a geographical area. Okay, so your business can actually be attached to multiple geographic locations. Yes. So what is a client, like your real estate agents, what are they, are they getting referrals from it? Is what you're mainly seeing? Have you seen any stats that kind of, like what you could say, hey, look, this is an example of what we're seeing out of it for our real estate agents, our insurance agents? Well, the realtors that use it to be the favorite in the neighborhood, they actually get a banner from Nextdoor. So if they get like more hearts than any other realtor in a neighborhood, they get special marketing from Nextdoor. So if someone goes into the feed, like a Google search in Nextdoor and types in realtor, they're going to pop up as the top realtor. The one is a branding. Uh, Naturally, you get a, a nice top of mind awareness branding play. Right. And let's just say, for example, that, um, Luke is a realtor and you list my house and I go in on there and post the house as the owner of the house into Nextdoor to 16,000 people that is for sale. I mean, I never had to print anything. I didn't have to mail anything, but I've got that many eyeballs on that listing. Can you do events as a business? Yes. So open house as a real estate agent on Nextdoor? Yes. Okay. That's awesome. Yeah, so I mean, it seems like a no-brainer for all agents right now to go claim your profile with your community, specifically the community you want to farm. So if you're an agent, insurance agent, financial advisor, like where are your clients? What is the community you want to be known as and claim your profile? And then from there, it's really about getting the recommendations is what you're saying. That's really the secret sauce is getting everybody in the community to recommend you. It's putting it in your customer journey. It's not people that go claim their page and they never go look at it again are going to have zero success. Right. It's like everything else. You have to have, you have to have it in your marketing journey and be looking at it because you don't want to be that people can actually inbox you to your business page. And so when I sit down with someone or I'm doing a one-on-one with them, I'm like, okay, let's bring up your page. They're like, Oh, I claimed this two years ago. And they haven't looked at it and, and they have qualified referrals in the page. And that makes me sad because it was an opportunity lost. I mean, what is a house sold for a realtor worth? Mm. Yeah. What was that? So if you missed two referrals because you weren't looking at your next door account, you just thought it was something you claim and never look at again. And you don't manage it like we teach two houses you could have listed. It could be tens of thousands of dollars. I mean, for average realtor around here is about, you know, $28,000. Yeah, that's crazy. So, so it's, me- and it's something that people say all the time, oh, Kim, can you manage my next door page? I'm like, no, this is not social media. This is not why social media people haven't rallied around next door and said, let me help you with your next door page. 
there's nothing to monetize on the back end. Once you learn how it works from someone like me, or you go online and you figure it out on your, yourself, there's no consistent posting you've got to do or, or any of that stuff. It's, it's just looking at it like once a week. It's, it's not some, something else you put on your plate that becomes unmanageable. No, I love that. It's another way to get your name out there. So let me ask you this. What is the one or two pieces of advice you'd be telling business owners during the quarantine right now that they should execute on right away to really come out of this on the other end of this quarantine, not only surviving, but really setting themselves up to thrive? What is the action that they should be implementing right now? Um, they need to stack rank their customers, like we talked about in our previous webinar, A, B, C, and Y clients, because we all have some Y clients. Call your top clients first, the ones that if they don't do business with you, you uh, might be pulling out your um, pandemic peanut butter and bread. peanut butter with green apples is like my <laughs> <laughs> Mm. I don't care if you call five of them a day, just put it on your calendar. And one of the things I teach is I live by my calendar. If it's not on my calendar, it doesn't exist. That's how I managed a $65 million quota at Cisco Systems. That's how I ran my agency. I mean, I've been so busy sometimes I put shower on my mm. you know, calendar, right? Put it on your calendar just in chunks. Put Call five clients, gratitude calls, put their five names and put their five phone numbers and smile and dial and email me for a script. You can email whatever you want to put as my email, Kim at gratefulbox.com. I have two scripts. One, if they answer the phone, one, if they don't answer the phone, right? Because the worst thing in the world is you get their voicemail and you're like, I was going to say something. And it, you don't have to do the script, but I'm a bold graduate from Keller Williams. Okay. I'm not a real estate agent, but I am a bold graduate. And they teach gratitude calls in bold. Yep. They teach a scripted, they answer the phone and they teach a scripted, they didn't answer the phone. And it just helps you with wording so you don't get fumbled up. And if they never call you back after you leave a call, just know they know that you called. Mm. Just know that they, that you know they know that you called and you're just checking in that you care and ask how you can serve them and then how and then one other thing I'm asking clients when I get them on the phone is who do I know that you need to know and I've always done this I've even sent people to my LinkedIn before my top clients and said who on that list in LinkedIn or my Facebook or wherever who is it in my pond of networking, my, my little, my network, my pond of fish, do you need to know and let me make a true introduction? And when I mean a true introduction, I have an introduction for Josh that I cultivated in a call last week. And here is a true referral from someone who knows how to professionally connect others. I asked Josh, can I connect you? And I asked my other client, can I connect you? I get agreement from both of them. Not just some willy-nilly, oh, call this person, throw them the business card, right? I'm very particular about this. And I will tee up an email and I will say, dear Josh, meet Andrea, blah, blah, blah. I think you have mutual interests and put what it was like. And then please keep me posted on the connection, happy connecting. Mm -hmm. 
people will always remember that you took the time to make sure it was a true connection. Mm. People remember how you made them feel. Right. It goes back to caring. Right. Right. And so gratitude calls and truly connecting others that can help them in their business now or in the future. I even, I'm a Tony Robbins student. I paid a lot of money to go to business mastery three years ago. And he sent out an email about, it was a whole, um, from one of his partners, what do you do with the COVID, you know, that link and the P, the payroll protection. It was a whole document. Okay. So I own a gratitude company. I help people wow customers and next door and how to keep clients. I sent that article and that link. Well, I asked the guy first, could I send it? The president of creative planning, Peter, he said, yes, you can send it to anybody you want to. I said, can I forward this email to all my clients that I think they'll need it? And I forwarded that document and that information that has nothing to do with gratitude. It's not even logical that I'm sending you accounting information, but everybody was like, ah, what do I do? Right. I'm adding massive value to their business outside of what I would normally be doing. No, I love that tip with connecting people. That's such a great tip is, is showing them your list and basically, basically saying who on this list do you need to know? I love that. Right. Because it's all about, I know who you serve well because I'm a raving fan. Really? I mean, (laughs) if you're listening to the audio and not watching the video, she keeps holding up her very own personalized branded start healthy magazine available from a remindermedia.com. <laughs> Amen. I love it. I love my magazine. And so I get a lot of wows from that magazine boys, just so you know. And so I appreciate you. Thank you. Is I know what you bring to the table for customers. And so it's easier for me to connect people that you would never know that are in my network that trust me connecting you. And they trust me because I can have connected people that way for 27 years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They yeah. know that if I connect someone, it's not a waste of their time. Yeah. Right. It's not some snake oil salesperson. Not, not that, you know, there are out there, but if I connect you, it is a true connection in your best interest and the best interest of the other person. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Kim, for coming on. I love having you on. This was this- awesome. A little bit different than the last experience, but it's, it's great. Now, you mentioned uh, ahead of the call that you have a private group on Facebook that you wanted to offer to the listeners. So in our pivot, we created a free Nextdoor business Facebook group where we're, we're doing a free workshop week this week, and we'll have four or five more this year. That's awesome. Where it's going to be, what is Nextdoor? How does it work? How do you claim your page? And some wins, they can have some wins. Because what I've learned about Nextdoor is a little, it's, you have to take it in chunks. It's hard to learn in two hours. And so we're walking people through it. They can use the information. And then we have a 90-day program they can feed them in, themselves into if they want to, or they can just take the information they learn in a week and use it. Okay. Um, And then we're going to have other things in there, like how to wow your customer, where we're going to actually share some of our secrets, which you are one of them, because you shouldn't be kept a secret. You know, why would you send a reminder media magazine? 
Why would you send postcards? Why would you become easily referable? Like all those things that people forget after the transaction. Mm. And so we're going to be teaching that through this Facebook group, the main subject being next door, but they're going to get other things because yeah. I believe that business owners need to know what works and what doesn't work. How does, how do people get access to that? I'll send you the link if you want to add it in the, Oh, awesome. Yeah. I'll send you. And if anyone needs a gratitude script, yes. At the beginning of this pandemic, I did two generic ones. One, if they answer the phone, one, if they don't, I will email it to anyone who asks for it. Um, and I'll give you the email. They can email me for it. And it will just help you gather your thoughts before you pick up the phone so that you're consistently saying the same thing and you don't not do it because you're apprehensive about calling. Yeah. Love that. That's it. All right. Well, thanks so much again for being here. Um, where I know we'll, we'll get the, um, the links out in the show notes. You mentioned your email address, Kim or Kim at gratefulbox.com. If anyone wants yes. to contact you there, anywhere else you just wanted to plug or let people know how they can connect with you. Um, they can connect with me at www.kimangeli.com. Awesome. And it's my business card online, which is fascinating. If you want to check it out, you can connect with me with all my social medias, even next door on that card. And um, it has my little speakers video and my next door Facebook page. And my IT guy's a rock star, and he created that for me a couple months ago. That's all. Thanks, Kim. Thank you so much for listening. If you liked what you heard today on Stay Paid, please head on over to iTunes, give us a five-star rating, and make sure to leave a comment. You can also find uh, our podcast in video at staypaidpodcast.com, along with the show notes for this episode, which will have all of those links. If you're listening on a mobile device, you can either tap or swipe up on the cover art to get to the show notes as well to get those links. To get hold of me or Luke, you can email us at podcast at remindermedia.com or please do us a favor, go over to Instagram and follow us. We are at Stay Paid Podcast on Instagram. For this episode of Stay Paid, I'm Joshua Stike. Guys, and I'm Luke Acre and Kim, thank you again for coming on. I thought there were so many good golden nuggets. I was writing some of them down. I think the action item from this podcast is real simple. It's go to next door right now and claim your profile, but don't just stop there. Start using Nextdoor. Get part of uh, the Facebook group that Kim is offering for free. This private Facebook group, the link will be in the show notes. Take advantage of that because it's one more way that you can add value to your community. It's another way to get your brand in front of them. Remember, the difference between a top producer and a mediocre producer in every industry that Josh and I have worked in is top producers take action. So take action on that today. 